Alrighty, welcome back everyone. Um, good morning, if it's morning. Good midday, <laughs> it's midday. And good afternoon, if it's the afternoon. And you guessed it, good evening, if it's the evening. <laughs> um, I had a great start to my morning. I participate in hot yoga every week, a few towns over from mine, and it's honestly changed my life a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I've been practicing yoga for, I don't even know how long at this point, like three years now. And honestly, it's the only thing that I've found that I truly like doing as far as exercising and everything goes, because I like, I know many of maybe you and everyone else in the world has struggled with their body image or weight or whatever. And for the longest time, I just felt like, oh, I have to go to a gym or, you know, I have to follow the influencers that promote Gymshark everywhere. Like, <laughs> and turns out it's not, that's not the case. And I found yoga to be the best option for me. Like it's a meditation and stretching and along with a workout. And it's really helped me to kind of find my own inner strength. And for a long time, I used to follow yoga with Adrian on YouTube. And my mom also um, practices her videos as well. And I do love her. I still love her videos, but there's just something different about being in a class with people. And for a long time, I didn't really get that because I was always just so self-conscious and I didn't really want to go to like even a gym, let alone be a, a participant in a class. I was one of those people in wellness class in every single grade school I can think of that refused to participate until I got to like junior year of high school. Like <laughs> I just hated it. I hated, I don't know, the organized groups, I guess. I always just wanted to do my own thing and wellness class didn't involve that. So, but I've finally found yoga like three years ago and you with yoga, you really have to come from a place of truly wanting to better yourself, not solely from a place of, oh, I want to be fit. I want to look good, you know, like, and same can be said for a lot of other ways of exercising and stuff like that. But truly with yoga, you have to want better for your soul, basically. And it's really helped me with all of that in like my own spiritual journey. I'm not religious at all. I did go to Sunday school when I was little where they ironically served devil dogs. So that was a thing. <laughs> but yeah, I, I turn, I finally found spirituality in like sophomore year of college and it really helped me through a lot of things that I was struggling with that maybe I didn't even know I was struggling with. But that being said, I love yoga and my sister introduced me to Bikram yoga, which is hot yoga. And it's like a hundred, around a hundred degrees in the room. And we all group together in this one room. And for an hour, it's like you're in your own little bubble you know, and that's what's different for like as far as comparing that to a gym for me is that I just get in this bubble that no other way of exercising really does for me. I used to ride horses a while ago. Like I it was for six years, but I quit in like, oh, no, 2014, 2015 around there. 
Um, and I did love it. I loved the horses. I still love horses. That being said, I'm not a horse girl. <laughs> my my life was not horses, but I did love the hobby. It was just the people that just fucked it all up for me. And you, to be an equestrian and to make to make it at all in that area of sport, you have to have money. Like it's an expensive sport. And I'm not saying like all other sports aren't. It's just expensive, especially if you want to go to horse shows and stuff like that. But that's the last time I can really remember, you know, being in that bubble, I guess. You know, you're on a horse and yeah, you're being yelled at to do different things and whatever, but you're still focused on you and what you're doing. You're listening but you're taking that and you're in this like almost meditative state, which sometimes I'm not, it's not, it's not perfect every single time. Like I know I've talked to my sister about it and even my, even my mom who we all practice yoga and my sister especially has said, Oh, I don't really want to go today because my mind's not in it. And while I get that, that's also like, well, that's really the perfect time to go to yoga because it is also a form of meditation. It's not just going to get six pack abs, which I don't have because I like cake too much, <laughs> but it really is. It's, it's helped me a lot. And I know for a lot of other people, it's helped them too. So I went to a 6.30 class this morning, which with my old job, I was never able to do because I was up at like 4.30 and out of the house by five. So I never really had time to do any morning classes unless I wanted to get up on one of my two days off on the weekend and drag myself out of bed to go to yoga, which as much as I love yoga, I did not want to do on a Sunday because <laughs> I didn't like the Saturday class in the morning. But I went at 6.30 this morning. I got up at 5.30. And as much as I do love the afternoon classes and the evening classes, there is something special about each. And being up like while it's still dark out, I do like maybe not at 430 like I did for my job, but it is nice to like be up and like nobody else is up. And then you come out of the studio and it's light out and you can go and do your own thing. But it's still morning, like it's still quiet and there's no road rage yet. Like people are still chill. It is, it's very different than going to like a 4.30 or 6.15 class, which I usually go to. I will say I do find that I'm a bit weaker in the morning, which is justified because I haven't eaten anything. I typically go, typically go fasted. And although I still feel like I perform well, I don't perform as well as when I'm there in the evenings especially for certain classes. That being said, though, I just went on a whole yoga tangent. Um, I'm here with my Starbucks coffee. At first, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to record or like film at all. But then I was like, you know, I'm feeling chill and I want to I want to spread the chill vibes today. I had a pretty good weekend. I hope everyone else had a good weekend. Weekends are too short, man. Freaking who was it? Henry Ford, who invented the five day work week. Fuck off. What? Who decides to do that? Satan, I guess. Henry Ford. <laughs> okay, coming from working a full-on, like, full-time job to doing this and hopefully YouTube if it if I can ever get my freaking videos out. Which, also, side note, I ex-nayed the Grammys video because my card, SD card, got corrupted and all of that is gone. So, we're just going to work on something else. And I'm not going to say what it is because... 
I don't want to hold myself accountable to a topic. Anywho, going from a full-time job to what I'm doing now, even in a full-time, I would have been willing to do like a four-day work week at eight hours a day. And I would have gotten so much more work done because I wouldn't be exhausted from that last day. I also had the ability to choose my schedule at work, which I know a lot of people are not able to do. Like it's typically set hours, nine to five-ish. And I was just told if I got my 40 hours a week in, I could make my own schedule come in and leave whenever I wanted once I became a key holder. So I did just that. And that's why I got up so early, 4.30 in the morning, so that I could leave at like two. And then I would have overtime. My mom always laughed at me whenever, whenever I would say how much overtime I had for the week because it would always be exact. And I would say, okay, I can leave at like 1132 and still have like five minutes of overtime so that I still make it over the 40 hours. So yeah, that's basically what I did. And then I would leave around like 1130 on Fridays, which was awesome. But waking up at 430 takes a toll on you. <laughs> There's a reason why people don't do that every day. And if you do like 8 million pats on the back, because I can't do that every day, but I do believe weekends should be four days or no, not weekends. I mean, week, I mean, that would be nice, but weekdays, work weeks should be four days and weekends should be three because two days is not enough. Two days is like one day you get time to like, you know, get all your shit done that you weren't able to do during the week, especially if you have a nine to five, because that kind of restricts you. Like if you leave your house, I used to work 40 minutes away and the, even that 40 minutes takes up some like takes up time that I could have been using to do other shit, you know, and I know a lot of people feel that the same way. So you get a two two day weekend and you get one day to do your shit, like get all your stuff done, chore stuff, whatever. And sometimes it takes both days to do that. And then you only get like half a day of leisure time or whatever. And I'm somebody who, if I have hours or even an hour to sit and do nothing, but like, I don't know, go on my laptop or whatever, I'm going to take that hour. So the fact that on weekends, I only had two days to utilize any time in between what I, what I needed to do. Or hanging out with friends. That's a whole other layer. Like petition for three-day work uh, weekends. <laughs> Apart from that, I do have some topics that I wrote down. And I've resorted to, in order to give this podcast a little bit more structure, it's still going to be all over the place in terms of topics just because I feel like I'm interested in and deal with a lot of different topics in my life. Like I've never just focused on one thing. So I like the idea of a niche but my niche is kind of just me. <laughs> so I've resorted to making a notes tab, which I've recently gotten more into using the notes app on my phone and like laptop, just because sometimes I have random thoughts. Now that I have a podcast and YouTube channel, I'm like, that would be a good idea for a podcast topic or YouTube topic or whatever. So now I just write down random thoughts. <laughs> So I'll go, I'll just get into the first topic because <laughs> the way I write some of these down, because I'm trying to abbreviate them, because although I do have good long-term memory, sometimes my short-term, as I'm like thinking of the same idea, but in a different way, I lose what I originally thought. My first thought, which the notes is titled thoughts. The first one is fake meat, dot, dot, lady with veg dog on TV in parentheses, eats meat. 
<laughs> so to put that into more context, what I'm talking about is I was making tacos this weekend and or was it the weekend? Yeah, it might have been Friday, I think. And I genuinely like the Beyond and Impossible meat. I think I have the Impossible one usually. I get them mixed up all the time, but I genuinely like fake meat. Like they've they've utilized the technology that they have now to make it so realistic. And I know that there's going to be people who think like, well, why not just eat real meat then? Because I don't want to. And that's good enough a reason. <laughs> and to preface all this, which I have not mentioned before, I've been vegetarian or more like pescatarian because I do like fish for probably around three years, maybe two and a half. And it's awesome. And anybody who's thinking about it should at least try it because it's really not that hard. It's not like being vegan where you have to cut out dairy and cheese and all that stuff. Like maybe one day I'll have the resilience for that, but I'm not, I'm choosing not to right now because not eating most animals is enough for me. And I've never been a huge meat eater anyways. So I was like, fuck it, why not? So in light of all that, I prefer fake meat because I, it's really hard to get protein in even when you do eat meat. And I like it in my tacos. Like, <laughs> I just like it. So I was cooking that the other night and I was using all my seasonings and whatever. And I had my music jamming. And all of a sudden, <laughs> this thought come, like pops into my head way too often. And it's a video of this woman and she's on national freaking television. It's like a morning show, national television. And she's on there because she claims that her dog is vegetarian. Now, yeah, right, lady. Like initially she's on the show because people are like, yeah, right. Let's put this to the test. And they do just that. And they put out a bowl. <laughs> they put out a bowl of meat and they put out a bowl of like salad shit just vegetables or whatever. And the dog goes straight for the meat and the woman gets up and she's grabbing like, no, no, it is so fucking funny. And I just think about that too often whenever I have fake meat. I don't know why, like it just looks so realistic. And it just came up that she's like, yeah, my dog's vegetarian. And then they're like, oh, well, if we put this real meat on the ground, will they eat it? And she's like, no, no, like my dog has so much resilience. Like they know. I don't want to assume the dog's gender. I don't remember. <laughs> but it, it, they put the food on the ground and or maybe it's on a table. I don't fucking know. I don't really remember. The dog goes straight straight for the meat. And it's like, come on, dude. You really think that like dogs are meant to be carnivores? They're literally literally descendants of wolves, but people are not and people don't require meat and dogs don't require it either. But like that's where that's how they that's part of their evolution, you know? Yeah. And some people may argue that meat is like in hunting and whatever is part of human evolution, but humans can survive off of plants. I don't know. I don't know enough about dog anatomy or anything like if they require meat or whatever, but it can't be good for a dog to just eat vegetables. <laughs> I don't know enough about what I'm talking about to keep going, but I just thought I would add that because I thought it was really funny and I wanted to have a funny topic for today's podcast. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I need to go back to talking about hot yoga for a second because I went to the class that I went to this morning was a flow to yin, which is like, you know, typical vinyasa flow. You're you're moving constantly, whatever. It's like strength, it's balance, everything. And then yin is 
like restorative. You're laying on the ground, you're stretching and it's just like oh, the best. And the yoga studio that I go to has a yin class on Fridays. I don't always get to go because I hang out with my very good friend typically over the weekends on Fridays or Saturdays. And she may potentially be a guest on the podcast one day. I'm sure she will because <laughs> she would love to do something like this. But I did have time on last Friday though. So I went to this yin class on Friday. Now in class, again, you're stretching, you're on the floor or like whatever. And you're, I typically have my eyes closed because that's how I can really get into that bubble that I was talking about earlier. And they always have like, you know, relaxing music and just chill music playing. Even if there are lyrics, it's not always just like, you know, super woo woo, whatever. (laughs) And I don't know if everybody knows the song Sound and Color by Alabama Shakes, but the first time I ever heard that song was for an Apple commercial. And I've always, I've always remembered it from that. And I really liked the vibe of the song, the lyrics, everything. So for my senior thesis, it gave me this similar vibe that I was going for with my collection that I was creating. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, they have a um, music video. And I don't typically watch music videos. I don't know. I just, they're not my jam, I guess. I just like the songs, but I wanted to watch this because I needed, I was like, well, there might be some more inspiration from the video. So I'm watching it. It is so dark. Like, it's like that picture of the two houses that are right next to each other. And one of them's like pink and purple and like Barbie and the other one's full on black goth. And people say like the songs, the song versus the lyrics. And they use like pumped up kicks as the song because it's like an uppity song, which is like the pink house. But it's like really just dark lyrics, like dark meaning, which is the goth house, obviously. It's almost like that because in the music video... If you have not seen it, it's literally a man waking up on a spaceship, right? After a long sleep, he doesn't realize how long it's been, but he get he comes out of like his little pod thing and his legs out. His legs don't work like they used to before. <laughs> and he like falls on the ground and stuff. And he he's looking at all the, his resources and the food that they have is just like crumbling, like it's all old and stuff. And he goes over and looks out one of the windows at earth, I believe. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, it looks so weird. Like it doesn't look like earth. And he goes over to this thing that tells him like how much time has gone by. And it's like 500 years or something crazy like that. So he's on the spaceship as an astronaut, just waking up, realizing that literally 500 years have gone by on earth and his like friends and family are gone and he's just like yelling at the end like crying i'm like and that song came on during my yin practice at yoga and i'm like this is not relaxing and i'm sure i'm one of the only people in that room that realized that but it's come on a few times and i'm just like i just go instantly into that this is not chill this is anxiety inducing <laughs> because that video is scary. It's funny because I really love astrology and I think it has so much it has so much meaning to me and I realize that a lot of people don't agree with that and that's fine do your thing whatever but for me it's helped me a lot and if you're spiritual astrology is basically just intertwined in that like I feel like they cross paths eventually even if it's a while for some people but I hate space. <laughs> space is 
terrifying to me. And I always tell people like the ocean is space on earth. And I hate the ocean because the fact that you don't know what's down there. Also that fear, it's like a genuine fear of like being in a body of water and things being underneath you, you know, like even it's a, even if it's a, like a pond or something or not a pond, a lake and there's like trees under the water, that is terrifying to me. And like ships and stuff. No, nope. I'm all set with that because I don't need whatever's living in that or around that to come up and get me. Thank you very much. I just, I'll go to the beach and I won't step foot in the water, but I'll go to the beach. (laughs) I just, I don't like how much unknown there is. And it's just like nine times out of 10, not good because it's scary sea monsters. And I'm also terrified of aliens. (laughs) This went from like a wholesome, like yoga podcast episode to being terrified of everything. (laughs) I hate bugs. I hate aliens. I hate space, but I love planets and I don't really like water. If you are an astrology buff, I will let you know that the only water sign that's prevalent in my chart is Pisces because my Jupiter is in Pisces. That is the only significant water I have in my chart. Granted, everybody has all elements in their chart, but when you have a planet in that element, that obviously intensifies that aspect of you. So I, the only planet I have in a water sign is Jupiter and it's Pisces. So it's the home sign, which is cool, but I genuinely find that I don't like water like showers obviously i shower but like the thought of going to take a shower is just like meh like i don't want to and like swimming and stuff i like swimming but also i just like don't like getting wet like even wet fruits i don't know (laughs) i'm going off on uh, this podcast episode is off the rails but i just it doesn't vibe for me you know i'm very earthy and fiery actually very fiery and airy and then like a little bit of earth and like the tiniest bit of water. So that's me. What else do I want to talk about? Okay, I think I'll end this episode with talking about music because I think like Alabama Shakes, music can affect so much. And it's like, I bet a lot of people can agree with me that music in our lives can signify different eras, right? And I I use Apple Music. Please don't make fun of me. (laughs) I don't know why, but Spotify, I go into that app and I just go stupid. Like I don't, not in a good way. Like (laughs) I just, for some reason, just can't work it out. And I just, I love Apple music. So I create playlists basically, or I have been for the past couple of years that really encapsulate different eras of my life. And it's really fun for me to like go back and listen to them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember like this exact memory or something listening to this song or whatever. And I wanted to include a music portion to this podcast because it's such a big part of my life. Like I really can't do anything without listening to music. I'm listening to music right now. (laughs) it's lo-fi which I love as well but I wanted to add a segment where I do it could be at the end or middle or whatever whenever I whenever I see fit to put it in that's what she said (laughs) I want to add my favorite song of the week because it could be a song that I've listened to you know my whole life but if it's my favorite song this week like I've been listening to it a lot I want to add it because I think you can get to know somebody very well by their taste in music and why not so let's see what's my favorite song this week i found a few actually my most recent playlist i've uh titled it next ellipses (laughs) so dot 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 
because I feel like I'm just going through a major transition in my life. And this is kind of like embracing. I don't know what's next, but here we go. And it's a really fun playlist. I'll say my favorite song this week. What have I been vibing with? I think I'll go with I just actually it's only Tuesday this week. So maybe I'll do it from like a week away from the day that I'm recording. I only found this song a couple days ago, though. But OK, I'm going to make it my favorite song this week because it is just such a vibe. And it's very it's a little different for me, but it's called Necessary Evil and it's by Unknown Mortal Orchestra. I've never heard of them before, but I had my playlist on shuffle and like Spotify, if your playlist finishes and you don't like loop it or put it on repeat, it'll just start playing similar artists and genres and stuff like that. So this song came on and I think I was, I think I was just driving to my friend's house and I was vibing. It is so good. I've been really into like hippie, like 70s-esque music. Not specifically 70s music, but like this modern day version of what I feel like 70s, 80s music would be. I'm really into indie, indie rock, um, R&B, and alternative. I'd say those are my top like four genres that I listen to. My coffee's almost gone. I think that's a sign that maybe that should round out the episode. Favorite song of the week. That's a good segment. If not, let me know. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to leave it there, though. And maybe next week the episode will be a little bit longer. I'm hitting around just under half an hour, but I had a lot to talk about this week. And I still didn't even hit all my thoughts points from my notes. So we'll we'll get to that next time. I want to talk about comfort channels on YouTube because that is literally my Netflix. And sometimes there's not any new content out that I want to watch. So I'm going to touch on like comfort channels and stuff that I typically watch when there's nothing to watch at the time for me. And I'm going to save my other points because they're really funny and they deserve their own moment in the next episode. So maybe I'll even record that later this week. We'll see. But that being said, I'll catch y'all in the next episode and stay tuned for my upcoming YouTube videos. Bye.